Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Price. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some happy birthday, Hobie! Ah, happy birthday, sunshine! Yes. Or I cannot wait for comeback. Oh, girl, I fucking can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I really want some, some new music. They work so hard. I feel bad for wanting that. I know, but, like... They're like teasing us with it, like at every moment, oh, you know, like pictures Toby in the studio. Yeah. Seriously. So, I mean, we can't wait. Yeah. All right. So if you guys are down for all of that, then you are in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> um, today we are talking about episodes three through six of Big Hits Save Me Webtoon. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't listened to our first episode in this series, we talked about the prologue chapter one and chapter two. Um, because we're really excited about this webtoon because it seems to be kind of answering some questions or filling in some holes of the BTS universe. All of it. Um, It's it's definitely giving us a lot of um, inklings into what's actually going on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we're we're getting to watch it unfold and it's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But before we get into it, we have to thank you wonderful, amazing armies for being here and for supporting us in every way that you do. Um, if you're a fan of this show and you want to show your support for us, you can do that by telling people about us and by writing a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or really whatever platform you listen on. 
And then if you want to go above and beyond and show some extra support for us, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. And any type of support is super appreciated, guys. Yeah, seriously, you guys blow us away every week with your support and like the Mm -hmm. things that you tell us. And when you respond to the podcast, it's just the best thing in the world. So thank you guys for being here and for supporting. Yeah. Um, So let's talk about our favorite BTS content of the week. Um, (laughs) There was a good amount of content this week, There was so much. And you know what? I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface of what we can talk about. Like, they have, like, (laughs) Twitter posts, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Like, what if one of our favorite content was a Twitter post? Um, Anyways, for this week... That hasn't happened, but yeah, that would be I know. It could be, yeah. I'm sure it'll come at some point. Right. Um, So, for me this week... Uh, it's Jin's birthday, Bangtan Bomb. Yeah. Um, I just I just love... watched it. Isn't it the best? It's really great. It's amazing. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yes, because Taehyung and Jimin decorating the, the cake in the stairwell, and they put a picture, that picture of Jin, the cult Jin picture mm-hmm. on top of it. It's that picture of him wearing J-Hope's big white round glasses. Yeah. And so that was hilarious mm-hmm. um like the, like big hit bts they were all in on it it's yeah, amazing they couldn't not put that picture on there right and then they go into this practice studio and bts had clearly just been like practicing choreography mm-hmm. because like the other members like were very sweaty and tired oh, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and bareface uh uh-huh. and barefaced the best part so they bring this amazing cake over to Jin who is sweaty and barefaced mm. and he looks <laughs> so goddamn beautiful oh, like yeah. he looks perfect and it's just the best video so i mean if you guys have not i mean if you haven't watched it yet go watch it it's amazing yeah. when you told me about it you were just describing Jin and i was like oh my gosh i have to go watch this right now yes <laughs> uh yeah so my favorite bts content of the week couldn't help it but j-hope's birthday v live is definitely my favorite content of the week i woke up and i had i had seen which also yoongi went live this week too which is just so special and such a rare occasion um but yeah so yoongi had his v live but the reason I really like J-Hope's birthday V-Live is that they were all there except for Yoongi because he fell asleep. But when J-Hope starts his V-Live, he's just opening a bottle of wine. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm already into this. Um, but he like broke the cork in half. It's just too cute and all the Amazing. facial expressions he made. Yeah. Um, but then we see him. <laughs> we we see Young come in and they are just talking and it's just so cute. And then all of them come in and they jump on his bed and they're all just like touching each other. It's great. Um, (laughs) But it was just so cute because you could see that they were all having a really good time and just wanted J-Hope to have a really great start to his birthday. Yeah, I mean, like, such, like, special moments shared in that V-Live. And Mm -hmm. so, so fun to watch and just, like, it was really sweet to see them Mm -hmm. just ring in his birthday with him like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Okay, so, um... We're going to get started on this 
this topic. Um, yeah. So this is where we left off in episode two. Uh, episode two, the chapter of the webtoon, it ended um, with Jin talking to that voice spirit thing. Um, and it told him to remember the loop of occurrences. And the last thing he says before it ends is, have I actually gone back in time? Mm-hmm. And then we go into episode three, which basically starts off from where we left off with Jin in his right. room. Uh, and he's like, yes, he confirms I have gone back in time. And he does not hesitate or waste any time. He immediately starts his day. And he gets into his car. He sees that it's April 11th. And he looks determined AF <laughs> in this Ford truck. Like, and, and he says, I've been given a chance to make everything right again. And so he's on his way to the gas station. And this part is really neat because he starts to think about all of his, all of his friends, all of the members. Mm-hmm. And we get to see a glimpse of you know, the members' lives in, like, we've kind of seen in previous episodes where we just kind of go back in time and get a glimpse into their lives. Yeah. Uh, so we get to see Young, and he was spray-painting a brick wall, and he looks really unhappy. Uh, the drawing of him, like, they just drew him so sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his brows show him looking kind of angry or frustrated. Like, they're very prominent. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, he just looks like classic teenage boy going through some shit. Yeah, angsty. <laughs> angsty, yep. I just have to point out for Young's, uh drawing, we haven't gotten mm-hmm. to see it too much so far. But what I really noticed that really gives him away in the drawing is his bottom lashes. They're mm-hmm. just so long and flared out and just more dramatically drawn than the, the other members. And yep. it just is so fitting for him. I love it. I think it like really makes his eyes stand out as a feature and his like eye whites. Yeah, his eye whites. Yeah. It makes like it draws your attention to his eye in that kind of way, mm-hmm. which is like what his like it's his eye whites in real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So next we see Jay Hope smiling and handing a customer food at the restaurant, and he's smiling so cutely, oh, and you so can clearly cute. tell. His mouth in this little, like, slightly heart-shaped smile. Mm-hmm. Just so cute. Um, Yoongi is seen playing the piano with his family gathered around. Mm-hmm. And then we see Jimin curled up, um, sitting at a hospital bed in a hospital gown. And he's, like, peering out the window with this, like, miserable, sad, lonely look about him. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like the the drawing of this also looks a little hopeful because the window is open and like there's breeze coming through the window and it's sun shiny outside. Mm-hmm. So it kind of looks like happy at the same time. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't next, look happy. But he doesn't yeah. look happy. Yeah. Um, so then we see Jungkook sitting in a classroom and we see a cherry blossom leaf fall on his book mm-hmm. and he taps it in he the in the webtoon it says tap, tap. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute for some reason yeah. yeah he taps it and he picks it up um but he too he looks bored and aimless and he looks like he's missing his youngs mm-hmm. yeah um so we see jen then kind of snap back from these flashbacks of his former friends 
And he says, can I save everyone from their misery? Yeah. So we're back into reality now. And so we see Jin pull up to the gas station and he rolls down the window to reveal his face to Namjoon. And there is nothing but determination on Jin's face because now he is on a mission. He knows his mission is to go and save his friends. And he's just not wasting any time. And Mm -hmm. Namjoon has no idea what's going on, obviously. (laughs) And he just kind of says, huh? And looks very surprised. And Jin is just looking out at Namjoon. And oh my gosh, this drawing. He looks (laughs) so beautiful. And all he says is, it's been a while, which makes me think God. of Jungkook's. It's been a while when he came to America. Uh, oh, at that concert. <laughs> that girl who, like, filmed that, yeah. and she, like, dropped yeah. her phone and was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Amazing. Um, but, yeah, Jen in this drawing, his smile, it's just, it's almost kind of flirty, but very cute mm-hmm. and charming, and his lips look so plump, and there's a slight... So damn plump. Yeah, there's, like, a slight pinkness to his lips, too. And his eyes, like, wow. God. Like, what Bias the fuck striking is me this with drawing? This drawing? <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> I, we, when we were going through this together, we stared at this drawing for, like, a solid Way too few long. minutes. Way too long. <laughs> like, and a we're drawing. Like, we're like, this is a drawing. We need to stop. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. So then Jen gets out of his truck and they're just him and Namjoon are talking by the gas pump and they're catching up quickly like how are you when did you get back etc and basically Jen just speeds up the conversation again not wasting any time and then we see that other car with asshole guy pull up and the argument happens between Namjoon and asshole guy again Mm-hmm. However, this time Jin intercedes and stops it. He kept Namjoon from jumping onto the guy uh, by literally putting his arm across Namjoon to prevent him from like moving mm-hmm. towards him. And so he stops the fight from happening. The guy calls them broke bastards, just being a general piece of shit like last time. Jin, right. Jin had picked up the money off the ground and he throws it back at the guy and says, take it and leave. Mm-hmm. So Namjoon is then prevented from going to jail. He thanks Jen, but he kind of feels bad about it, like he's embarrassed or ashamed of what happened. Mm-hmm. And Namjoon then asks Jen, by the way, what even brought you here? And Jen looks down and says, before the end of the day, we need to find Jungkook. So then we get to see the image of Jungkook falling from the building and landing on the hood of Jen's car. And Jen asks Namjoon if he still keeps in touch with Jungkook. And Namjoon says, no, why do you want to? And then Jin cuts him off, interrupts, and says, I have to find him right away. And urgently walks away with his fists clenched at his sides. Mm -hmm. And he says that there's no time for this. And again, Namjoon just looks startled throughout this whole conversation because he hasn't seen Jin in years. But Jin is acting like a day has not gone by since they've seen each other because Jin feels as if he literally has, saw him yeah he the saw day him before. yesterday yeah. and the day before yeah. for yeah. him yeah yeah uh so namjoon is just frustrated and says what's going on is he in some kind of trouble jen replies not now i'll explain everything later and jen comes off kind of cold and mm-hmm. 
it's just because he's so determined. He's on this mission to save his friends, and he doesn't want to have to see his friend die again. I mean, how tragic to have to keep reliving that experience. And so Namjoon then yells Sakjin and tightly grabs his arm, and he's just not letting him leave without some sort of explanation. And Jin turns around, and all of a sudden, this, like, serious, determined face is just wiped from him. And he looks very pleasant now and almost at peace. Like he says, one day we'll meet again, all of us. When that happens, let's go to the beach together. And in the midst of Jin turning around, Namjoon must have, like, must have let go of Jin's arm because Jin then just like walks away. And Namjoon is left there looking confused. And it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, we're going to go to the beach when we're all together. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just pulled up at my gas station. Haven't seen you in years. Kemi from getting beat up. Yeah. And now you're you're asking about Jungkook. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so next we see Jin at the doorbell of Jungkook's parents' house. And they tell him that Jungkook is in school at an after-hour study session and that he doesn't usually come home until after 10 these days. Um, so then Jin goes to Jungkook's school, and he sees an empty desk, and he also asks around uh, to the other students, and the kids say that Jungkook never stays after school, and they also ask if Jin is his older brother. Because he looks like his older brother. Yeah. they have. We noticed later that they have, like, the same, like, hair color and hairstyle. And, like, yeah, we were like, wow, he really does look like his older brother. Um, so, anyways, then we see Jin, and he's sitting outside, and he's wondering where Jungkook could have gone. And he said he knows that he remembers the building, and he decides that he should try to find him there. So he starts trying to find the building that he remembers from the previous day. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we see Namjoon walking around town and he's wondering aloud, I wonder why Sokjin came all of a sudden and why is he looking for Jungkook? When he says this, actually, he we get this amazing like side profile shot of him mm-hmm. and he like looks to the side also. Um and this image just looks so much like Nam June. Oh, it's like, like a, yeah, it's, it's like the look identical. that he gives you an idol. Like mm-hmm. lip slack, jawline, eye contact, just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um and he glances to the side as two girls catch his eye. And then in front of them, he sees Jungkook walking on the other side of the street with his hood up. Mm. So we see this picture of him and he just looks so sad, like baby, like his head is down, his head is up, his hands are in his pockets. He's small, sad, and sullen. He's small, sad, and <laughs> sullen. Sullen. That is that is exactly what he looks like. Yeah, so small. So, yeah, um, and Namjoon desperately across the street yells, "Jungkook, Jun Jungkook!" across mm-hmm. this busy street, and he keeps walking in the same direction that Jungkook is, but he can't cross because it's so busy. So he's just following him on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as soon as he finds a crosswalk that's green, he runs across it, and he's like. Running through this crowd, he's panting, and he turns down this busy street of nightlife where there's family and friends, and there's people kind of wandering all about, 
and he loses Jungkook in the crowd. Then we cut mm-hmm. back to Jin, and he was again he was searching for the building that Jungkook was on. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like walking down alleyways, and he's kind of like in the same area. Like they're not too mm-hmm. far apart, right? And um, he's trying to remember where it was. He remembers that it was by a convenience store. Uh, So he starts to kind of see things that he's seen before. He sees a police car that he seemed to recognize. He sees a convenience store. And then he sees this crane on top of a building that looked really familiar to him. He was like, oh, my God, it's the crane. Yeah. Um, So he believes that's the building. So he follows an alleyway and he goes into this building that's under construction and he runs up the stairs like so, so many stairs. Yeah. I mean, he's going to the top of this building. Yeah. Yeah. The roof of it. Right. Um, so he bursts through the door on the roof and he yells for Jungkook right as he's doing it just because he's like so expecting him to be there. Yeah. And then we see this empty roof. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing there. And... Jin says, why isn't he here? Mm-hmm. And he looks so confused and worried and like beyond disappointed because like yeah. right in that moment, he had to have felt like I'm going to fail. Like, yeah. Or I didn't save him. It's too late. I couldn't save yeah. him. Yeah. It's too late. Ugh. Um, He was, he was like, I was sure that this was the right place. Can I really trust my memories? Jungkook, where are you? Mm-hmm. And how concerning that must be for Jen to think, wow, can I not even trust my own memories? Like, how truthful are yeah. they? Or am I even remembering correctly? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's how we end them on uh, episode three. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then we go into episode four. And it starts off with the exact scene of I Need You, where Jungkook is in that alleyway with those industrial rolling gates <laughs> mm-hmm. and he bumps shoulders with those two guys and when he bumps shoulders with them he keeps going he he keeps walking he doesn't apologize or anything and the guys shout at him saying watch where you're going you bastard and then of course they go and they beat him up and they throw him against the gate and they even choke him like their hands there's a drawing of like the guy's hands just around Jungkook's neck mm-hmm. uh so then we cut to Namjoon, who is running through alleyways, just calling out for Jungkook. And in the alleyway, you can kind of see that he's in the same area that Jungkook is in. And he hears a crash and runs towards the noise. But of course, it's in the wrong direction. So he's not going to where Jungkook is, which is kind of confusing in the comic. Yeah, yeah. It was hard to tell, but it ultimately yeah. seemed... Like, you could, you could mm-hmm. tell. Yeah. So then we see Jungkook curled up on the ground um, between a bar and a pharmacy. And we see him get up off the ground and shuffle away. And he's holding his arm like it's hurt. I mean, obviously, he just got beat up. Mm-hmm. And just, he looks so young. Just these big eyes are just glistening. And it just looks so youthful. And to be mm-hmm. in this kind of situation, this hazardous, dangerous situation. And he almost just, you know, he could have been killed. Like, he got beat up by these guys. It's yeah. so sad. So then we cut back to Jin, and he's on top of the building. And, of course, he's had the realization that he's not in the right place. That, mm-hmm. actually, he, it's the building across from him. So it's like, there's, like, one building the crane building, and then another building. So there's three buildings in a row. He was on the wrong Mm -hmm. side of the crane. 
again, mm-hmm. kind of confusing in the comic, but we've looked at it pretty closely. And there's kind of like a uh, a station where the driver of the crane sits in. And mm-hmm. so he, you can tell that's on one side of the crane. And so you can right. tell that Jen was on the on the building, on the wrong side of the crane building. Right, because in his memories, you couldn't see that part. So it was on the other side. So yeah. he was on like... Yeah, and there was like a waterfront. So basically, the right building is the one in front of the crane, closer to the waterfront. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how crazy it is that he realizes this, and so he he immediately runs over to the the other building. Right. Hope is like restored that he can like yeah. still save him. Yeah, there, like there yeah. might still be time left. Right. Uh, so then we cut back to Jungkook, who is still a little scuffed up. And he's now standing on the ledge of the building that he's on. He's standing there with his arms outstretched, euphoria style. Mm-hmm. Um, and his eyes are closed and the wind is blowing and he starts to walk along the ledge. He starts to misstep a little and like he slightly loses his balance. But right as that's about to happen, he hears his name called. Um, his eyes grow big and he's so surprised to hear his name and he looks down and sees Namjoon yelling at him from the street. Mm-hmm. So Namjoon yells out, don't move a muscle, wait right there. And then we see a split shot of Jungkook wobbling again. Only like only one of his heels is still touching the ledge. So like the rest, like his other foot and the rest of his foot is like off. Ugh, he's just so reckless. <laughs> Self-destructive. Stressful. Um, so Namjoon, he starts sweating and he yells out, no, and he sees Jungkook fall one way and he thinks that he's going to fall off the building. Mm-hmm. And the comic does this in a really good way, too, because to the reader, it looks like he's going to fall also. Um, it's because cleverly you, drawn. Yeah, you see him like turn to the side and like whooshing down. So mm-hmm. it really looks it looks like he's falling About off to right fall there. off the building. Yeah. But then... We see superhero Jin, yes. who had made it to the the right building, and it's not that he was falling off; it was that he had snatched Jungkook off the ledge and basically threw him on back onto the roof. Yeah, and we see their feet next to each other, and Jungkook looks up and says, "Sook Jin," and he just looks startled and shocked, just like Nam June does, mm-hmm. because they're just like, "What? Where? I haven't seen you in forever." What are you doing here? Couldn't imagine what that feels like. So yeah. Jin immediately embraces him and says, thank God. And Jungkook's arms are like down to his side. He's not hugging back. He's just in complete shock. But Jin is embracing him mm-hmm. like he's just so scared and like was just so worried. And he's hugging him like a father or brother would hug their, you mm-hmm. know, their brother or son. Their son, so, yeah. Jin puts his hand behind Jungkook's head and even pulls him in closer. And he looks like he could just start sobbing. And he says, I've been looking all over for you. Where have you been all day? What are you doing out here all by yourself? And we get to see a little bit of Jungkook's past here. Mm -hmm. So this whole, where have you been all day? What are you doing out here by yourself? been looking for you all of that triggers Jungkook because then we see a flashback of Jungkook's mother saying the same thing 
Mm-hmm. But instead of looking concerned, his mother looks angry and infuriated, and she says, I told you not to wear your father, didn't I? What were you doing out there all by yourself, huh? And you don't even see her eyes in the drawing. It's just like one angry eyebrow that mm-hmm. you see. Like, there's no no eyes. And it's like a red backdrop, too. And it's just so threatening. And mm-hmm. in that red backdrop, there are a bunch of ha-ha-has written across the screen. And his family are, they're like sitting on a couch laughing at him, which is his mother, his father, and his, his brother. His brother, yeah. Yeah. And it sucks, damn. I know. It's just like, like that's wow. That's fucking, he, that's awful. Yeah. He just doesn't want to be by his family, and they don't seem to have accepted him as or, Yeah, as treated part him that f- nice. Yeah. 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 Um, so then Jungkook snaps out of it because Jin says, huh, what, what were you doing up there? Like, it's so dangerous. And Jungkook answers by saying, no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, very closed off. Clearly, he doesn't, he doesn't either want to say the true reason why he's out there or he just doesn't trust Jin mm-hmm. or anyone. Yeah. Uh, so he's just closed off. Right. He's just covering it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Namjoon, in all of this, he literally ran up the building, uh, like all the stairs yeah, to go meet them. Him from right. the street. Yeah. Uh, so he comes up behind Jungkook, all huffy and puffy. And Jungkook quickly guides the conversation and was like talking about how awesome the view is and then asked them if they want to um see the view with him and he just has this like really cute little bunny smile and he's acting innocent he's acting so innocent he has like Mm -hmm. these big like eyes this eye smile going on like he's Mm -hmm. being so deceiving Mm -hmm. um easily again hiding his true feelings um like (laughs) god uh so then we see a still of namjoon and jin looking at jungkook after he says wanna see and uh, this just this picture, we just have to talk about it because mm-hmm. um, we see in general. So we see them standing next to each other, facing whatever. Um, yeah. In general, they're both sweaty and tired and maybe even a little out of breath, um, especially from like running around all the time, searching mm-hmm. for Jungkook. So Namjoon is standing on the left and his head is cocked to the side and he's looking very confused. Like, first of all, he doesn't even mm-hmm. know why he's looking for Jungkook or like why Jin wanted to know where he was but Mm -hmm. he obviously does know that like something is up and he Mm -hmm. like wanted to find him and he saw him on the ledge of a fucking building right yeah Mm -hmm. um so mostly he's just confused because when Jin was looking for JK he was obviously distressed and Mm -hmm. Jin looked very urgent and obviously Namjoon caught on to that and even though he had no time to explain, he still just tried to help find Jungkook. So mm-hmm. now he's finally found him and Jungkook is acting like nothing's up. Yeah. And so then Jin is standing on the right. And like, I'm just, guys, seriously, this part of the comic with Namjoon and Jin standing next to each other. Mm-hmm. I guess because we've seen a fair amount of Jungkook at this point, but they just look so like mature and just older and brotherly. And yeah. so Jin... 
his his facial expression is completely different from Namjoon because Namjoon is like, what the hell is going on? But Jin just looks astonished and his lips are slightly parted and he he looks as if he's confused to why uh more so why Jungkook is acting like everything is fine. Right. Because he clearly knows that Jungkook is not fine. Like there's something going on here. Uh because he sees basically sees the true ending of this story before he intervenes. Right. So there's the shot of them looking, um, there's like a bird's eye view kind of of them, Namjoon and Jen cornering. It almost looks like they're cornering Jungkook mm-hmm. uh, against the ledge. And at that moment we see Jungkook's phone ring and he discreetly checks it to see that Yoongi is calling him. Yoongi. he... He doesn't answer the phone call, and we see that <laughs> we see that Yoongi had called him at least four times because it was just all these missed calls from Yoongi. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is why is Jungkook ignoring his phone call? First off, but yeah. Anyways, so then we switch over to Yoongi, which this is really the first time we're getting Yoongi's kind of perspective or own drawings here, mm-hmm. and his mouth. It's just his mouth that we see. And he just looks so angry, just baring his teeth, a slight frown pull of, pulling on the corner of his of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And we see that lighter in his hand, and he keeps clicking it and letting go of it over and over, that sound. And we get a flashback from his childhood of his piano on fire. And we also get a shot of him playing piano. And then there's this mirrored shot beneath that, and he's sitting on that bed in that same position that we've seen with his with his legs spread apart. And he's leaning back with his left arm. His right hand is resting on his upper thigh. And he's just flicking that, that lighter. Mm-hmm. And you just see the flame over and over. And then we get this, like, oh, amazing <laughs> downward angled shot up towards him, like, beneath his legs. Uh-huh. And his hair is covering his eyes. And the light of the flame just illuminates them and they glisten through his hair damn just like this pose sexy yeah the pose is sexy (laughs) as fuck the angle yeah like the angle like i'm just well okay he does this in like the music video too so like he's like posing in the music video but like this drawing Mm -hmm. just so sexy it's just amazing yeah yeah (laughs) so yeah, that's how that's how episode four ends. Yeah. Uh, okay, on to episode five. So we leave Yoongi and we're back on the roof. And mm-hmm. Jin and Namjoon continue to question Jungkook further. And they again ask why he came up there. Namjoon literally has no chill and says, <laughs> you scared the hell out of me. I thought you were going to fall. And Jungkook coolly replies, Come on, like I would ever fall from up here. I just lost my balance for a second, that's all. And Namjoon says, yeah, right, and totally doesn't believe him. Uh, so, uh-huh. <laughs> Right. So then he asks, what happened to your face? And Jungkook says, I just bumped into a wall, which, again. <laughs> so stupid. So just really? such oh, a yeah. great teenage boy excuse. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, how'd I get this black guy? Oh, yeah, I ran into a wall. Yeah. Sure. Um, no, nobody's buying it. Namjoon definitely ain't buying it. And mm-hmm. he says, stop lying. Somebody definitely punched you good. 
and Jungkook diverges the conversation again and uses his cute, innocent face, but he's totally not fucking innocent. And he says, okay, that's enough about me. What are you guys doing here anyways? And this in this moment, I'm like, what do you fucking mean enough about you? You didn't tell us anything. anything. You haven't said anything. You've dodged every single fucking question or lied Mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, they all respond. Namjoon and Jin respond with you, as in he is the reason that they're out. Um, Mm -hmm. And that they're there. Right. He's the reason that they're there. So, Namjoon, of course, at this point, he's pissed because he knows that Jungkook is hiding something and that he's not telling them. Mm -hmm. And Jin for sure knows that Jungkook is lying about his intentions because he knows what would have happened if he didn't step in. Right. Although, I would say that Jin's response is much more calm. Mm -hmm. Um, He says, it's late. Shouldn't you be home by now? Aren't your parents going to be worried? And then Jungkook looks down and he looks like he kind of knows, like, they won't be worried or at least if they are, he doesn't care. And then we are interrupted one more time by Jungkook's phone ringing and both Namjoon and Jin look down at it. And this time he answers Yoongi's call. And there's really not much that happens here. And all we see next is that they're all rushing to the hospital. And Jin just takes control of this situation he runs up to the staff and says, I'm looking for a patient. His name is Yoongi Min. Is he here? Have you seen him? And he grabs onto the staff's hands or, or something. I don't know if it's their clothing or their hands, but he looks so desperate. Mm-hmm. Like, where is he? Is he here? And she asks, are you his guardian? And then says, come this way, which is so unrealistic, but okay. Right. So <laughs> no, no form of identification. Just, Mm-mm. oh, you're his guard. Okay, come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then all three of them, they're all led down the hallway and they're told to to wait there. And we see a shot of Jungkook's face and he looks so upset and maybe also a little guilty. Like he had he had ignored all of those phone calls from Yunki. And here we are like at the hospital and he almost feels like, oh, you know, just this guilt. You can mm-hmm. see it in his face. And so then they're looking through this window of an operating room, like Grey's Anatomy style here. <laughs> and they see Yoongi lying on a table hooked up to oxygen. His shirt has been taken off and we can see burns and scrapes and set all over his body. Uh, yeah. And then we see a close up shot of the three again while they're looking at Yoongi. So first we see Jin and he looks horrified. His mouth is gaping open and he just looks shocked. And he's realizing that he might lose Yoongi now after he just saved Jungkook. And Mm -hmm. this is his first time realizing that he has to save Yoongi too. And this is his first time running across Yoongi on the 11th. So Mm -hmm. it's like, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, just... You had to go ahead and see one of your friends, your closest friends, die from falling off a building. And you had just saved them, and now you're now you're seeing another one of your closest friends about to die again. It's, uh, like, really all of just everything that Jin is having to go through to save his friends. So Jungkook, we see him, and he, again, just looks so worried. But you can see that one of his hands, he's reaching out towards the window, and he's just almost in disbelief. Like, is this really happening? Could this be happening? Uh, it's so just tragic to look at it. 
these drawings like yeah. so they, yeah they do such a great job of capturing their them. emotion yeah mm-hmm. um so then we see namjoon and he has a bead of sweat on his cheek and he has this knowing expression like he knows this isn't good and mm-hmm. uh we want to point out like in this universe he didn't have a very good upbringing and he doesn't have a very like optimistic view of life mm-hmm. um he also looks like he's getting a little emotional like he might cry his eyes are slightly narrowed from the bottom like curved upward a little bit and his lips mm-hmm. are kind of pursed like he's holding them together um so all three of them very emotional a range of emotions between the three mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we see Yungi up close and the doctors are around him the nebulizer is on and we see beeps all over the drawing and this is insinuating that his heart is failing and the doctors are about to use the pads on him mm-hmm. so at this time we see Jungkook start to freak out like Namjoon and Jin had to reach out and catch him to stop him from like running forward and like banging on the glass and like screaming and there's just like Mm -hmm. tears just welling up in Jungkook's eyes and uh, next we see Yoongi's head and his neck pushed back um, strained as his body is being shocked and uh, Namjoon puts his hat down over his eyes and looks away Uh, And then we see the heart monitor again, and it's beeping, and then it flatlines. Um, So this is really difficult to Mm -hmm. read. And then we get a close-up of Jin's face that's just in utter shock and disbelief. Mm -hmm. And it's like there's this black background on the drawing, and we see all three of them there again. And Jungkook is on the floor on his knees, just like slumped over in the middle. And then Mm -hmm. Namjoon is on the right side and he's like turned away. He's holding the bill of his hat down. And Jin is like taking a half step forward, just like in such utter disbelief. Mm -hmm. And then we get this like bird's eye view of Yoongi in the operating room on the table and, like, the oxygen is still attached, but all the monitors are turned off, and nobody is around around him taking care of him because, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So we then see Jen say, Yoongi, and this the reality breaks and mm-hmm. cracks away again. And we see Jin waking up again in his apartment, but he's just sobbing. I mean, sobbing yeah. in his sleep. He wakes up with these flowing tears streaming down his face. And you can tell that it just it was just so traumatic for him. So he sits up in bed and he's wiping his tears away from his face and realizes that it yet again it's April eleventh. Mm-hmm. And he knows that it's time to try again. And again doesn't doesn't waste time, immediately leaves. And so this time is a little different. Um, at least in the order in which they show things. So yeah. it cuts to Jungkook in the alleyway, and he's walking towards those two guys. Um, but this time, suddenly, someone pulls on his hood and snatches <laughs> him down this side alley, and it's just so cute because he looks so <laughs> surprised, and we see his his cute, chubby baby hands reaching out. <laughs> like, it's very comic book-like. Like, yeah. he's being just dragged away, yeah. pulled down this alley, and... 
we see that it's obviously Jen who had snatched him. So he catches him real early on, like, nope, not happening. Yeah. yeah not going to not gonna make it to the building this time around. Right. And Jungkook says, suck Jen. And Jen doesn't explain anything. He just says, you two, don't go anywhere. Stay right, stay right there. Got it. And just doesn't waste any time. He's just in such a hurry this time around to go and find Yoongi. And so we kind of see that he, it just kind of skips the part of the gas station. Mm-hmm. So we kind of assume that that already happened. And Jin is just one step, one step ahead this time. Right. So Namjoon and Jungkook are together. They're left alone when, when Jin leaves. Right. And they start to converse about what's going on. Neither of them know. They just know that Jin dragged them there and was in a hurry. So then Namjoon explains to Jungkook kind of what had led him up to this point. So to to get June, Jin had rolled up to the gas station, literally rolled down his window and just pointed to him and said, get in. Like, he <laughs> doesn't even it. say anything. Like He doesn't in. even say get in. He literally just points. Oh, that's right. He points. He doesn't even say get in. You're right. He doesn't even say anything. <laughs> it's amazing. He just points. <laughs> Namjoon is like, oh, you mean business. Yeah. And I love it because, of course, Namjoon, he just was like, all right. I'm, I'm getting in. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Jen, he he sped away quickly to their next destination because they obviously get to Jungkook pretty quickly. And we can see Namjoon yelling in the car, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, he's demanding. <laughs> he's just like, what is going on? And all Jin really says is that he demands that they find Jungkook. So Namjoon and Jungkook are just hanging out in the alleyway. Namjoon is still hanging <laughs> So it wasn't Jin who pulled him. I guess it was Namjoon who pulled him into the alleyway, (laughs) which is great. That makes it even better. So Namjoon at this point is still hanging on to Jungkook's hood. (laughs) And Jungkook says, all right, but you can let go of me now. I'm not going anywhere. And Jungkook says that it's crazy that Namjoon has come to see him after all of these years. Then Namjoon casually brings up Yoongi. And asked Jungkook, by the way, I'm curious about something. Do you still keep in touch with Yoongi? Jungkook, he has his head down and he says, why do you ask? And right as Namjoon, <laughs> right as he says that, Namjoon gets a call from Young, which when I first read the comic, I was like, how did Young even come into this storyline? <laughs> like, he just kind of comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, yeah. So Namjoon says through the phone, What? the police, and so then we transition into Jen, who is at the motel, or a motel, and he's asking the receptionist for information about Yoongi, um, but she just is not interested, not even looking up. She's, like, on her phone or something, and she says, well, I can't give out guest information, and then Jen, to get her attention, mm-hmm. uh, he basically says that the building might be set on fire, and that's why he's asking. And so then yeah. the receptionist like freaks out and she's like, right. what? Fire. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's trying to figure stuff out. Yeah. Um, he just kind of goes to a motel. Right. Because um, that's kind of, that's all we really, that's all he knows at this point. Yeah. He like thinks that he remembers it might be that one, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's not sure. Um, so then we cut to the police station. And so this is when we officially get to see Young in the drawing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he comes in now because so far the members have been introduced when it's like their 
kind of like disastrous situation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they need to be saved from. So I don't think Namjoon would have been able to answer Young's phone call had Jin not saved Namjoon from the gas station and from that asshole guy and from going to jail. Very true. That Namjoon just did not realize that his phone was ringing at the time. Right. Yeah. So then we cut to the police station and Namjoon and Jungkook had just picked up Young, and they still don't know what's up with Jin and Namjoon and begins... And Yoongi, they have no idea. And Namjoon begins to question Young. He asks, "What are you doing here? You haven't reached out in years, and you call me when you're police when you're in police custody, huh?" <laughs> and Young, all he says is, "He he, sorry." Mm-hmm. And when he says this, we get this amazing close up drawing of Young with his adorable eye smile and his boxy grin mm-hmm. and his collarbones. Um, mm-hmm. Just saying, poking out. They're out. Yeah. They're out. Yeah. Um, but he he looks like so like teenage boy like just like Jungkook Mm -hmm. and he's kind of like brushing off that he got in trouble with the police Mm -hmm. Uh, he doesn't want to lead on too much kind of being secretive just like Jungkook was being Mm -hmm. Um, but then he goes on to to say but you gotta admit it's good to see each other again and (laughs) Namjoon is just like incredulous he's like unbelievable a bunch of troublemakers and he, I love that he says a bunch of it. troublemakers and you see this <laughs> shot of Young and Jungkook like Young's laughing thinks it's all funny Jungkook's all wide-eyed and like what right right I'm innocent <laughs> <laughs> cute. um so cute then Namjoon asks Young if he keeps in touch with Yoongi and he says that Jin was asking about him earlier so he's trying to get a hold of him and he also adds that so far they have been unlucky. So Tay offers up that he's seen Yoongi in his dreams. Mm. And <laughs> haven't we all? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> actually, really, not me. I don't dream that much. It's a curse. But if I did, <sighs> so I would. I know. You dream about BTS all the time. <sighs> and like. It's great. Every, God. <laughs> um, anyways. Tay's expression is so mischievous. Like, he's being such a smartass about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, seriously, I really did see him in my dreams. But Namjoon looks completely unamused. So just then, they hear over a police radio from a nearby police car that there was a suspected arsonist at large. And it was last seen near the downtown motel. So police start, like, swarming around the area, and they're requesting immediate backup. And Jungkook's expression looks like, oh, shit. Like, he he already knows who it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is the end of episode five. Yeah. And now we go into episode six. Oh, shit. So it starts off very differently. And Jen is looking at it just as a continuation of the of the what was previously happening. So this is what's mm-hmm. going on with Jen. So he's looking at the security camera footage with the receptionist at that motel. And he says that he's been watching it for hours and he hasn't found anyone that looks like Yoongi. Um, but then he turns and looks out the window and he sees this adjacent motel and it's called Good Time Motel. And it has a window that has fire coming out of it. And if you guys want to know, it's like specifically, it's the second floor <laughs> from the top and it's the middle window. 
Um, but Jen then, he, he just looks shocked. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, and then right when that happens, his reality cracks away again because he, Damn. Just, he missed him. Right. Uh, um, but, you know, he just hasn't been able to figure out much about Yungi's story yet. So, yeah, his reality, we see it crack away again. But this time, we don't even see him wake up again. He goes straight to Jungkook's school in the morning when he first saw him, like, that very first day, even before the gas station. And so he's going even earlier in time. He went, yeah. he went earlier in the past, and now he's going from, like, morning. So he gets out. He yells at Jungkook and snatches him right away. And he asks Jungkook immediately, do you still keep in touch with Yoongi? Like, he's just so eager, so urgent, ready to just figure out what's going on, save everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, who, that's what we would all do, Dude, right? yeah, like, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, maybe the story sounds, like, super dramatic, and, like, maybe the circumstances that he's, like, back in time and whatever is, but if one of your friends from, oh, yeah. like, high school... Mm-hmm. or middle school like came to you out of nowhere and was like yo this person we got to go find them we got to go save them mm-hmm. or not even tell you that much but just be like visual visibly freaked out about yeah. this person and concerned about them even if they're not giving you details who wouldn't go like you would of course oh, really? go yeah like and they were all clearly very close to each other best of yeah. friends yeah. and for them to see Jen, who probably most likely does not act like this ever or have ever seen him act like this. He was so, in L.A. Yeah. Probably being yeah. an actor. They're like, why is he here freaking out? Like, where's the K-drama? Anyways. So, <laughs> but yes, I hope he was in L.A. filming some sort of Oh, my of God. What if drama. they make this into a K-drama? If they fucking do, please <laughs> give Jen his K-drama. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So he asks immediately, do you still keep in touch with Yoongi? And Jungkook, of course, is confused as as usual and says, huh? Slow down. You're not making any sense. Because, yeah, he hasn't seen him in years. Right. And Jin does slow down slightly and says, sorry, I'm just really in a hurry. And then he questions Jungkook further about Yoongi and his whereabouts. And so we get a flashback of Jungkook and Yoongi. Uh, And so... We see they're in that motel room, mm-hmm. and Jungkook is in his school uniform. Like, he was just at school all day long, and now he's going to visit his friend. Right. And Yoongi is lying on the bed, and his arms are just, like, one arm is spread out. The other arm is covering his eyes. He has the lighter in one hand, and he just tells Jungkook to piss off. Like, get out. God, sucks. Yeah, and Jungkook looks so sad. So that's, like, the last, like, memory or the last, like, contact that he had with Yoongi, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we come back to reality with Namjoon yelling out of the truck, what the hell are we doing out here this early in the morning? So we realize that Jin is not alone. He has Namjoon there. And Jin just yells back, doesn't even answer his question. He just asks Namjoon if he has any more leads about Yoongi. And Namjoon is like, no, dude, you just asked 10 minutes ago. And all just seems hopeless um, for finding Yoongi. And then Jungkook finds some courage and says, I saw Yoongi. And Mm -hmm. his eyes just look so wide and so sad. But Mm -hmm. like, I mean, he it's he wants to help at this point. Right. 
Um, so they all drive away together. So we see the inside of the truck. It's not just Nam June, but Jin already has Tae Young. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tae Young, Nam June, Jungkook, and Jin go in the truck. And this is the moment where like Jungkook really does look like Jin's little brother because mm. he's sitting right behind him. Yeah. And you can just see the similarities in the drawings. Yeah. Um, so Jin is asking if they're in the right area and Jungkook confirms that they're in the same part of town that he saw him in last and they drive past the Good Time Motel. Um, but then Young says, but this isn't where I saw him last. And Namjoon quickly debunks any sort of reasoning coming from Young because Young is talking about when he saw Yoongi in his dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Young is really persistent and he says... My gut tells me he's there. And he points at the first motel that Jin went to, the one that he went the previous day with the receptionist. Um, So Jin says, how do you know that? And Young replies, I told you already, I saw it in my dreams. I'm serious. So Namjoon says, so Jin, please don't encourage him. Which, sorry, I just have to insert the fact that Namjoon is being so resistant to what Young is saying almost almost makes me curious to why Namjoon and Young stopped talking because they were, they've got their storyline going and they were yeah. really close. So Namjoon seems almost bitter towards Young. Mm-hmm. I could totally see that. But also, like, he's talking about, like, I saw him in my dreams, which is, like, invalid, really, because it's a dream. Jin kind of takes him seriously, though. Right. So as Jin is kind of listening, he's speeding down the road and he starts to get lost in thought, and he's kind of wondering why the location of, like, Yungi's fire keeps changing. Mm-hmm. Um, because for Namjoon, he's thinking to himself, for Namjoon and Jungkook, it happened at a slightly different time each loop, but in the same location. The location never changed. Um, but then right at this time, Young leans forward, and he asks, why are you trying to find him? Is something wrong? Yep. And then that's when Jin kind of snaps out of it. He looks up and he sees a semi truck crossing like over into their lane from mm-hmm. the other side of traffic. And they Horrifying. Cra- yeah. They crash head on with this truck. God. And I mean, yeah, like there's really no hope in that when that happens, yeah. right? Yeah. And you can just see in the drawings that everyone is at least injured badly, but it's very bloody. They're mm-hmm. all unconscious. Jen is just looking around at everyone and you can tell that he's in this daze um, just looking at them and he thinks to himself the future keeps changing because something from the past has changed and he comes to the realization it was me I jumped in and I changed their fate it was all because of me I did this Mm. and then the reality cracks away but the the tragic part of this is that he has to keep reliving these terrible, terrible experiences of his friends dying yeah. and getting in trouble with the law and all that over and over and over. But he has to do it in order to collect the entire story and to figure out how he can save them. But yeah. just how traumatizing this must be for Jen in the process. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, and we kind of see him try to start to make sense of it mm-hmm. as we, as we go, um, the next morning after reality, so reality cracked away, the next morning we see a bunch of paper taped up onto the wall and Jen is drawing out the timeline. 
so if you guys remember back to the end of episode two, the voice yeah. was like, you have to remember the loop. So here's the timeline. So first, uh, Jin has to save Nam Joon and he has to wait until the asshole starts the fight with him. And then he has to stop it right before Nam Joon fights back. Mm hmm. Secondly, he has to save Jungkook at the construction site. He has to leave Namjoon by himself and go save Jungkook alone. He says, I know where he's going to fall, so I will be there in enough time to save him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he says with Yoongi, right as of right now, there's too many variables to work out. So he really doesn't know how things will happen. He says that he gets a call from Yoongi right after he saves Jungkook and that will tell him where he needs to go. Yeah. Um, he basically has three different options on where Yoongi could be and he's planned out the shortest distance to each place in this precise order so that absolutely nothing can change. Mm-hmm. And he, he like steps back and he says, okay, this is the only way that I can save everyone. Mm-hmm. So then it turns to a shot of Yoongi and... He's at a restaurant alone and his fists are clenched against this table and there's empty soju bottles beside him. And this we come to discover that when Yoongi is calling Jungkook, he's drunkenly calling him, which we just have to point out, like, we are so curious about Jungkook's story. Like, this is such boyfriend behavior. Um, But just, he's, (laughs) you know drunkenly but it could be brotherly or whatever but still yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's drunkenly calling jungkook and yeah yunkook so (laughs) jungkook answers and he starts asking him where he is and yungi hears jen on the other side of the line yelling and asking the same questions only more urgently about where his whereabouts are Mm -hmm. and yungi immediately hangs up after he hears jen like no and they try calling back he ignores them He takes a shot of soju and then lies his head down on the table. And we get to read Yoongi's inside thoughts of a conversation that he had with someone before. We don't know who this conversation was with Mm -hmm. exactly, but we have some assumptions. So his inside thoughts say, "Don't don't even get me started with playing the piano, doing music or any of that nonsense. Unless you want to go crazy and kill yourself like your mom did. And then Yoongi says out loud in the restaurant and repeats over and over, like my mom, like my mom. He gets mm-hmm. like very angry, very infuriated. He breaks an empty bottle as he's just so furious thinking about this conversation. Yeah. And the employee there, like his server, lets him get by with what happened. And mm-hmm. even allows him one more bottle of soju uh, but that after he has this bottle to just get out, like right. go once he's done with it. Yeah. go. So, yeah, a big, a big outburst in the middle of this restaurant where there's other people in there. And we kind of assume maybe it was like his dad who said that mm-hmm. um, like that would make a whole lot of sense. It's kind of like our first yeah. guess. Yeah. It just it comes off that way. Yeah. Like your mother did. It just sounds like something a father would say, but we have no idea. Right. No, we have no idea. But it does sound like something a bitter, like, father would say. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm sorry, I just have to throw this in there. Like, Yoongi in reality, in his real musical career, at the beginning, we've heard that his parents were not so supportive. 
So yeah, and also yeah. I was kind of thinking that's why I might think that his dad. But anyways, sorry. Calling doing music nonsense mm-hmm. would yeah would kind of uphold that theory. Yeah. Um. So next we see Yungi sitting drunk and he's sitting on the motel room bed and he's flicking that lighter. And we actually see his three bottles of soju knocked over on the ground and some some alcohol kind of spilled all over the floor and he's talking out loud and he says, you're right. What good is all this music? And he's holding this sheet music in his hand and he burns it with the lighter and he drops it onto the floor. And of course, he drops it right on top of the flammable alcohol um, so then we see one last shot of Yoongi and he looks resolved. He's drunk and alone and he's burning his music mm-hmm. and he knows he's going to die. Yeah. And the look on his face is like as, ex- as if he's accepted that this is his ending. Yeah. And he's, he's like, yep. All right. Yeah. I'm okay with this. Like he's dying with his music. Yeah. It's his passion. Right. So we see what happened before um, he got rushed to the hospital and we get calls from him. So I guess in the next episodes, we'll be kind of hopefully figuring out where, like pinning down his location and figuring out how to save him. Get more clarity to his story and then probably get more clarity to Taeyong's story. And then hopefully... We soon get to Hobie and Jimin. Yeah, I think Jimin's going to be last. Well, yeah, we had talked about this at the ending of our research um, Mm -hmm. when we did this, I guess, a couple days ago. But we had talked about how Jimin and Euphoria, he's the only one who seems to kind of be left behind or has not continued to to move on. He's still in the hospital by himself and alone. and, And even in those glimpses of... Like, maybe he was never okay. Yeah. and Because we see those glimpses at the beginning of episode four or three. I don't remember at this point. But we see at the beginning, like, Young maybe doesn't look the happiest, but he's still just out doing spray pant- painting. We know that, like, Young grew up in, like, an abusive household. Yeah. And, like, so Jimin could have, like been growing up with whatever mental illness that they are you know it seems like they're implying that he has depression Mm -hmm. because he's like just you know like like that shot of him sitting with like the breezy sunshine and he just looks miserable yeah and he just can't you know he just can't be happy and um yeah so it totally could have been like a yeah but they've all had this moment where they needed to be saved yeah. But with, with Jimin's, it's almost like he's been needed to be saved, like, throughout. Like, he's never oh, had, like, a pinpoint God. turning point. I know. I just, <sighs> that's, how, that's how his story, I feel, yeah, is so different. Oh, you're so right. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. well. God. <laughs> so, right, I guess we'll see what the next episode's. Um, hold for us uh-huh. in in three more weeks when we do an update with the next three episodes. So um, we we enjoyed talking about these and summarizing and They're doing so fan girl really. fangirling over drawings and you know yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you guys enjoyed listening along with us and if you've enjoyed any of our other episodes, you can let us know that by contacting us on any of our social media. You can also write a review on, um, 
any platform that you listen on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. So you can find links for all of that, all of our social media, connect with us and uh, talk with us down there in the description. In the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.